Here's what they're saying about Anna Kiko Myers. Playing that flows from the heart, says the New York Times. That's pretty good. <laughs> the Denver Post says, Anna Kiko Myers is the coolest thing to happen to the violin since Stradivari. Wow. Now, that that is a great thing to say about your work. And joining us now from Point Studios in Los Angeles is that very same Anna Kiko Myers. <laughs> Welcome back. So nice to have you with us again. Thank you, Chris. Wow, that was some intro. Well, I, I'm just reading, you know, what, what they're saying about you. And you've got a 36th studio album out. Actually, 37th, but I'm Three, not counting. <laughs> see, I, this must be an old paper here. Yeah. By the time we're done, you'll be up to 38. Um, <laughs> be, uh, be, <laughs> before we get into the actual music on the album, I wanted to talk a little bit about the process that we're undergoing right now. Uh, because I don't think people realize what artists like yourself put yourselves through for this. Because you, you've been, uh, how, how long have you been in the studio today doing interviews? 14 hours. No. <laughs> You're kidding. 14 hours? Yeah, I've been up all night long. I've got my, my coffee oh my. here. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happily camped out at the studio. No. It's wow. not. It's not like that. And uh, and wh who are you talking to? Uh, is it just the United States, or is it all over the world? Or um, nationally, we're speaking nationally right now. Yeah. Oh, wow! My goodness. Um, so here I am at the end of the day, about to ask you all the questions you've already asked about fourteen times. <laughs> <laughs> so I, you never I know. There might be a new one. Uh, you always sound fresh and exciting and, and funny, and uh, it's just fun to spend time with you. Uh, <laughs> so I guess we better talk about some music. I guess so. Okay. Your, your, your album is titled Mirror in Mirror, which is a, uh, a translation of one of uh, Ervo Parrott's most popular compositions, Spiegel in Spiegel, which is like the mirror in the mirror. It's like the, the infinite... Uh, images in a, a couple of parallel mirrors and yes. just going through the tracks looking at the the list here almost I, I guess I could say every single one of these I go oh look at that oh look at that oh that I want to hear that <laughs> and then uh, Jakub Chapinski is that right yeah that's how you say his name um, and then what I want to ask you about that is who's he and uh and then Morton Lauritsen, oh my goodness, mm. uh, that he would end up on your album is uh, is very exciting to me. And mm. uh, uh, people are going to have to just go out and get it to appreciate what we're talking <laughs> about. Uh, but every one of these composers, with one exception, you've actually worked with. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, five out of the six listed are all pretty iconic composers and um, this process of creating this album has taken almost 10 years to create wow. which is hard to believe uh, because some of the works that I commissioned from Jakub Chupinski were in 2009 it's just I can't even believe <laughs> somebody mentioned actually that this would be the 40th anniversary of Spiegel and Spiegel as it was written in 1978 so 
That's pretty amazing. Goodness. You know, people often uh, hear stories about composers working on something for, for years and years, and I, mm -hmm. I guess you don't, you don't think about um, the craft and time that it takes to put a good album together. Yeah, just the recording process took two years. Wow. Um, yeah, because I recorded O Magnum Mysterium with the Philharmonia Orchestra in 2016, you know, and here we are now, two years later, and it's finally being released. And the rest of the album, you know, there's so many different pairings, violin and electronics, violin and original Lutiel version, you know, sampling reproduction that that was all in studio and then other works were with piano so we were at the SUNY Purchase in New York and recording with Akira Eguchi there so th at least three or four places to record when you do an album like this you want a certain I guess continuity of uh of style, uh, mm -hmm. it, it's got to be hard to do that over a decade, huh? Or, or do you just get right back into it? Well, um, I mean, I, you know, I've been recording so many other projects and working on other things, but um, I finally found the 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 common thread through all of this, these beautiful works is this spirituality and um, reflective, meditative quality that the music has. And really wanted to share that with audiences. Um, you know, just it all came together in such disparate ways. But um, there's this thread that um, you one feels and the, the story, there's a backstory to each piece. You know, and um, I just feel so fortunate to have collaborated with with each composer, so I could get real time instruction and direction with each and every composition. Well, I want to talk about uh, one of the pieces that you didn't have a chance to talk to the composer, and that's Ravel's Tzigan. Mm -hmm. uh, and we've heard that before. We've heard. Uh, uh, wonderful artists playing it, but we've—I've never heard one like this. Yeah, this is really strange because, you know, everyone's very familiar with the orchestral version and the piano version, but not many people are actually aware that it was originally written for luthiel and violin. And everyone's that, like, "What's that? What's a luthiel?" Yeah, what, yeah that's L-U-T-H-E-A-L. Right. And what is that? The luthiel uh, was an, a, an attachment that they put on the piano so it could sound like a cembalom. And it really made sense when you realize that Ravel was so inspired by the great Hungarian virtuoso violinist Jelly Duranhi and was, you know, in a smoke-filled salon and, and parting it up. Um, in Paris one evening and she was playing gypsy music all night long and he was so inspired he, he decided he was going to write her the Tzigan. So we recreated the Lutiel sound by sampling this computer. Uh, Jakub Chempinski actually recreated the Lutiel sound 
And then we had Elizabeth Pridgen at the keyboard and um, Silas Brown, the engineer, also helped bring the sound to so that we could like live create this uh, incredible journey together in studio. Uh, when I listened to the, the the Lutiel in studio, I was every time I would almost start laughing because it was like, this is just so wild and crazy, you know, like this is how it was meant to be heard. I just can't even believe it. And it really brings in the the Hungarian gypsy uh, prepared piano feel so strongly. It's, it's, it's quite a distinctive sound. I mean, you can almost smell the goulash. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean that in, in, in the best sense of the word. I love goulash. Uh, and uh, the album is just full of discoveries like that. Uh, even pieces that uh, our listeners have heard before, like the Erfel Parrot Fratra and the Spiegel im Spiegel. Um, Jakob Chapinski also has a piece titled Wreck of the Umbria. Uh, and did I read this correctly, that you went exploring this shipwreck? <laughs> okay, half of that's right. Um, I'm, totally, I'm totally not adventurous, but the composer is very adventurous. And he actually loves the deep sea dive. And, you know, it's like amazing feat if I get the laundry done but he you know over a weekend he called me and he's like I just went deep sea diving in the port of Sudan like wow that's great um and he discovered this famous shipwreck the Umbria um and it was bombed by the British at the start of World War II and it was an Italian ship that has, you know, pizza ovens and wine bottles and <laughs> uh, fiats and strewn throughout it. And um, he sent me images. And then, you know, you saw all these fish like darting everywhere and coral. And these effects he captured for this piece um, where I bounce my bow on the string and it sounds like, you know, water, like droplets of water. Um, and very ethereal, kind of haunting sounds of the the ship actually sinking in the ocean, and at the towards the end of it, it's just 
kind of knock your socks off. Um, and uh, it, it, I, I just, it's such an extraordinary piece that he composed. of the Umbria by Jakub Chapinski with my guest Anna Kiko Myers on violin. Uh, and then on this wonderful album, Mirror in Mirror on the AV label, uh, you end up with, in some respects, the most wonderful piece of all. And, uh, Morton Lauritsen is a composer of uh, magical gifts, I think, and his O Magnum Mysterium uh, exists here in an arrangement uh, for you and the orchestra with the Philharmonia and Christian Yervi, and it's just wonderful. Thank you, thank you. I I listen to his music so much, and you know, would cry over and over and over. And that's when I I told him, look, you really need to write something for violin, um, but. Uh, he came to we came to a very happy medium with him arranging O Magnum uh, for violin and orchestra and violin and piano which I've played a lot in recital well Anna Kiko Myers you've caused a lot of wonderful music to be created and you make wonderful music and we're, we're so grateful for that thank you for taking the time to talk to us thank you so much Chris take care bye <laughs> 